0: Welcome to Tecon Brujita, where we drink some tea and talk all witchy things. I'm Natalie Rodriguez. Come and flow with me as we jump to today's topic. Welcome. It's All Hallows Eve. Happy Halloween. Happy Samhain. Happy final harvest of the season, if this is what you celebrate. We have been witchy all October long, and today we're living it with a bang. We began the month exploring our intimate connection to real-life magic through our intuition. We learned about psychic abilities, the Claire's. Today, we will be hyper-focusing on one specific psychic ability, and that's mediumship. We're going to look at what is it, six real-life mediums who've helped solve murder mysteries, questions to see if you are a medium or have medium abilities, and lastly, I'm going to leave you with some guiding wisdom into your mediumship journey. Today, I'm drinking. <laughs> i'm drinking decaffeinated coffee i want to pause right here i will never agree to this decaffeinated coffee growing on an island where el cafecito de la mañana is in order you feel me so this was a mistake (laughs) in the groceries orders done online so i just did a spicy twist so i added chili infused honey and cinnamon So the combo is like real spooky and it's perfect for today's episode. So let's go ahead and get spooky. Let's go ahead and dive deep. What is mediumship? Mediumship is the ability to communicate with spirits. And you can communicate with living spirits or spirits that have passed away. Mediumship ability can be expressed through one of the clairs. So last week we talked about the clairs and people can receive visions of the dead. They can hear the dead. They can feel presence of the dead. So all of these are mediumship abilities expressed through the clairs. And then you have two new ways that I wanna talk about. The first one is automatic writing. So some mediums say they can channel the words or messages of spirits through writing without conscious thought. And then other mediums express that they've experienced channeling. Channeling is also known as trans mediumship. It involves the medium going into a trance, like a meditative state, and it allows a spirit to take control of the medium's body to communicate. Did you know that real life mediums have played a role in solving murder mysteries? Law enforcement agencies, although they're not always public about it, sometimes they consult mediums when the cases go cold and they have nowhere else to turn. So let me share some incredible stories about these six real-life mediums who helped solve murder mysteries. And I want to provide a trigger warning because we are going to be talking about cases that are crimes. And so for people that this may be a sensitive topic, maybe pause and grab your tea, your cafecito, and just vibe with me okay sailor moon there's literally a black cat crossing me right now and it would be on a halloween episode (laughs) let me focus our first case we have the psychic dennis mckenzie in 2002 two 10 year old girls named holly wells and jessica chapman never made it home from a barbecue in soham england their bodies weren't discovered for another two weeks During which time, the family reached out to psychic Dennis McKenzie. McKenzie provided to be a vital tool in cracking the case. He was able to describe the man and the woman who were involved in the crime, which led police officers to arrest and charge the killers. 2. Greta Alexander This is the only case that I actually found where the police actually gave credit to the psychic. In 1983, Alexander helped law enforcement find the skeletal remains of 27-year-old Mary Couset. She was able to describe the location of where the body would be found and which officer would be the one to find it. Alexander's help led law enforcement to arrest the killer and bring him to justice. Three, we have psychic Debbie Malone. The body of 27-year-old Maria Scott was found after she was murdered in 2003, but the circumstances surrounding her death remained unknown for the next four years. With no new clues or leads to investigate, law enforcement reached out to medium Debbie Malone, who led investigators to the location of the murder. There, they were able to discover the murder weapon. Investigators had not told Debbie, the psychic, was that the murderer had committed suicide sometime after committing the crime. But they didn't need to say this. Debbie actually reported feeling the murderer passed through her body the way the only dead people do, and she was able to discern on her own that he was no longer alive. I thought that was such a pretty cool detail. Case number four, Nancy Weber. In 1982, Elizabeth Cornish was murdered in her New Jersey apartment and police suspected the 42-year-old's boyfriend of committing the crime. But when they reached out to medium Nancy Weber for help with the case, she revealed the Cornish's killer was actually the man who lived right above her and provided a detailed description of what he looked like. At first, the alleged killer was able to provide an alibi for his whereabouts during the time Elizabeth Cornish was said to have been killed. But Weber insisted that the coroner had gotten the time of death wrong, and upon re-examination, it was changed to four hours earlier. The alleged killer's alibi no longer covered him for his time frame, and he eventually confessed to law enforcement that he was in fact guilty of the crime. 5. Rosemary Kerr When Andre Daigle went missing in June of 1987, His sister approached medium Rosemary Kerr for help. Kerr confirmed her worst fears. Her brother was indeed dead, having been murdered by two men who reportedly killed Daigle just to see if they could. Kerr was able to tell police where to look to find the body and she was right. Prosecutors actually called Rosemary Kerr as a witness during the proceedings making this the first time a medium has been used as a witness in a murder trial. She testified that the moment she had touched the photo of Dago, she knew that he was dead. The two men were ultimately found guilty of murder. And this is the last case that we will be exploring. Six, Christy Robinette. Medium Christy Robinette was woken up by the spirit of a young woman who told her that she had been murdered. The spirit of the young woman needed someone to help law enforcement find her body. That woman turned out to be 20 year old Ashley Howley who had disappeared in Ohio in 2004. Robinette reached out to the police about her vision and when she was able to describe the clothes that Hawley was last seen wearing, police put her in contact with the victim's family. Robinette, was able to lead them to the location of Hawley's body, but because the location was on private property, they were unable to dig up the spot and search for the remains. However, in two thousand eight, four years later, Howley's suspected killer was arrested and charged with two other murders, and he ultimately confessed. In his confession, he described the spot where he had buried Hawley and it was the exact same spot where Robinette had previously led the family to. So the next time someone tries to dismiss your belief in the power of mediums or in your mediumship abilities, you can remind them that even law enforcement officials consult mediums to solve crimes and bring murderers to justice. So let's put some more respect on their name. After listening to these stories, you might be wondering if you have medium abilities and well, here are some questions to explore your potential as a medium. One. Have you ever encountered phenomena that you couldn't easily explain, such as seeing or hearing things that others couldn't? Two, do you often feel a strong connection to the spiritual or paranormal realm? Do you find yourself drawn to topics related to spirituality, the afterlife, or the paranormal? I mean, if you listen to Te Brujita, I want to just wild guess that you might or you really love me as Natalie Marie Rodriguez Caicedo on this earth (laughs) and I appreciate you. Three. Have you ever felt the presence of deceased loved ones, received messages or had unusual encounters that you believe involve spirits? Four. Are you often able to sense things about people or situations without clear logical explanations? Five. Can you easily pick up on the emotions or energies of others? Six. have you had dreams or visions that feel vivid or meaningful, especially involving deceased individuals? Seven, have any of your family members exhibited medium abilities? Eight, are you interested in exploring and developing your potential medium abilities through classes or self-study? 9. Are you open to the idea of communicating with spirits, and do you feel comfortable doing so? Lastly, 10. Have you ever consulted with a professional medium who has indicated that you might have medium abilities? I want to take this pause right here and let you know about my experience with my medium ability. So, about... Three years ago, I began my healing journey where I began social deprogramming, and that opened me up to different healing and holistic modalities. What I didn't know in my process of healing, how my third eye would open to the spiritual world. I wasn't understanding of this gift because for 29 plus years, this is demonic, it's a cult, people who see the dead are not okay, right? I was very westernized. So when the day came where I had this experience happen to me where it was the first full time that not only did I invoke his name, I called on and I wrote it. So I put the intention of connecting with my past loved one. And in that moment, it was as if a portal opened and all I could see was brightness, and all I could understand was energy. And it was such a painful experience, painful in the sense that it was such a deep, terrifying sadness that like opened chests wide. And I knew these emotions were not mine. I, I instantly knew it, but that did not stop me from, crying that did not stop me from wanting to get that all out and it did not stop me from actually doing automatic writing so in that moment the the spirit that visited asked me to write a personal letter and I did and I listened and I wrote and when it came the time to deliver the message to the person who needed to that was so hard and painful to do too Because the spirit used words so specific to this person's relationship. And it was the first time that I completed spiritual work, that I understood that my ability wasn't just for me, but it was for the healing of the living. That was the first time I understood that there are things beyond that science that the Western world just cannot fully explain through science or medicine. And that was the first time that I had to embrace the possibility of difference, that I am different, that I do have this ability. And it doesn't only express in medium abilities, but different players that I i will not get into, but um, I'm still diving and exploring myself. So the whole purpose of me sharing this personal story with you is to fully give you the spectrum that. It happens to all of us in a normal single day and sometimes when we don't talk about the experiences that we have, it allows for doubt to creep in, it allows for fear to creep in and then there's this huge misunderstanding of the gift that we have and it was, it was a lot and at that time I was thankful that it happened during a time that I knew that I was mentally and emotionally stable. I was doing a lot of meditating and holistic practices that helped me stay grounded and guided. So let's talk about this mediumship ability. Some people are born innate, literally as babies, just seeing spirits all over. And then throughout time, it can be chucked up to overactive imagination, hallucinations, a mental disability, etc other situations happen where the person can actually be awakened all of a sudden to their mediumship abilities and this can happen through a near-death experience it can happen through the passing of a loved one it can happen through something that will open up your heart chakra and your third eye so something really drastic that can open you up in such a way um, will be a little bit traumatic so In the spirit of all this, here is the beautiful wisdom that I want to leave you with in case you are a medium or you've had these situations that you just don't know who to talk to or who to like embrace or who to reach out to. I got you, my little baby medium. (laughs) Number one, self-awareness. Begin by reflecting on your experiences, your feelings, and any past encounters with spirit or paranormal phenomena. Self-awareness is the foundation of developing medium abilities. Two, breathe. You gotta breathe. It was real. You have to doubt the doubt. People have stigmatized the spiritual gift to the point of calling it a mental disability. It's been called hallucination, overactive imagination, the power of persuasion. But then the real question becomes, what if it isn't? So start doubting the fears that pop up after a paranormal situation, and allow yourself to really fully explore the question, what if it's true? What if it's this phenomenon that's not being explained logically through science or medicine, what if this really a spiritual ability and i'm literally seeing this like allow yourself to fully dive into that question and doubt your doubts i really recommend at this moment to do self-doubt work ego work to check your ego because ego will like to blame and keep you in fear of what you're seeing and i really recommend some social deprogramming so really dive into july's episode about the matrix So then you're able to see what type of social programming that you grew up with and you're able to then like, okay, that was the programming. This is what I want and I will release. And this is what I want to learn and believe and look at and different things. Doing this social deprogramming, if you're going to be diving into mediumship, ability and work is crucial. Three. Study and research. Educate yourself about mediumship learn about the history, different methods and practices, read books, watch documentaries, explore reputable online resources to gain better understanding of the subject itself. Learn about mediums that have helped solve mysteries like the cases we discussed at the beginning of this episode. Educate yourself about the divinities that are intimately connected to death. This is because you're gonna be in the realm and doing spiritual work of helping pass one's transition or help finish their unfinished business so they can move on you will be working with these divinities that rule over this realm period so you might as well get familiar with them and always remember that the work that we do the spiritual work that we do is not for us and that actually brings me into the ethical considerations so This is really important because in the last episode, we talked about spiritual scammers, right? And how some people sometimes use their abilities to gain fame, money for themselves, and not understanding that the spiritual work is beyond that. So have your ethical considerations. Think about your intentions of wanting to develop your mediumship abilities. Think about your intentions into why you desire to develop your mediumship abilities. Ensure that your approach to the practice is with empathy, with respect, and the intention to help and provide healing rather than seeking personal gain. Because when you don't do things with the right intention, that's where we get all of the mixed up and the the extraness that we don't need. We already overwhelm and stress with the the fact that we have this ability. And then to do it for the wrong reasons, you are just opening up for wrong things. Okay. Spiritual work, in addition to having a physical job, can take a toll on the soul. So make sure that you're doing a lot of self-care. And for the ethical consideration, last point, listen, you're going to have skeptics. A lot of people are skeptical about mediumship. So you're going to encounter skepticism or even criticism. It's important to remain open to different perspectives while at the same time staying true to your own experiences and your own beliefs. People are not you. They're not seeing what you see. They will never be able to understand the insight that you are receiving, but it doesn't mean that you have to go into an aggressive mode to try to defend yourself, etc. No, wish them well and let them flow. Five, ground yourself. Ground yourself Through regular meditation, this can help clear your mind, enhance your focus and improve your connection to your intuition. Grounding techniques like spending time in nature can also help you stay connected to the physical world. And this is very important to balance out the spiritual work that you do. Grounding helps you maintain a balance between your physical and spiritual aspects. It anchors you into the present moment preventing you from becoming ungrounded or disoriented during mediumship work maintain a healthy lifestyle and ensure you stay grounded in your physical and emotional well-being balance is important to avoid becoming overwhelmed by your experiences so ground out of all the practices i really do recommend with mediumship hand in hand with grounding work be outside Sit with nature, do grounding meditative techniques, ground, grounding breath work, anything that helps you maintain you attached to this physical present world. Because the work that we do is very spiritual. And you don't want to become lost in the spiritual that you're disconnected from our physical present, because that could cause a lot of imbalance and, and overwhelming things that I won't share. But make sure that you are practicing and grounding with that grounding comes this important piece in mediumship and its psychic protection work it's important to establish protection before engaging in mediumship to ensure that you are connecting with positive and helpful entities methods might include visualization invoking spiritual guides your ancestors to protect you on this journey reciting protective prayers and these can be prayers based off any religion so any prayer that you grew up with has the power of intention because you grew up with and you already have the belief system and faith into that prayer and whatever you say and speak and utilize in that moment will be a protection so it could have been you could have grew up muslim etc the prayer that you use for protection in your religion can be utilized in this moment to protect yourself and your work so in addition to protecting yourself spiritually through your tongue by praying or you know doing visualization asking your ancestors for guidance you can actually utilize physical items some mediums have a talisman with them or a totem or a token of something of protection that means a lot to them that helps them ground in the case of myself i used to carry my grandmother's ring and to me that was my totem of protection because it was given to me to always hold It had the heritage of, you know, being passed down in my family, the intention that was put on it, and that's how I utilized it. So it could be anything. Physical items that you can use to represent protection during your medium work. You can use protection-specific crystals like obsidian, black tourmaline, citrine, emerald, smoky quartz. You have crystals that actually help enhance your psychic abilities that you might also want to put on your roster. And they include rose quartz, amethyst. Amethyst is a really good one that works for both, for protection and to enhance psychic ability. Make sure that you have a sacred smoke. Smudge your your area before engaging in mediumship work. This will allow to cleanse the space, set the intention of connection with the spirit that you desire, and it will allow to bless the space and protect it from any other items that we do not want in this space. So make sure that you're working with sacred smoke. You, in this moment, you can use white sage, desert sage, sweet grass, eucalyptus, clove, dandelion. These herbs specific that I just mentioned, precisely used in protection, like creating a protective barrier around your work that you are engaging in. Seven join a development circle so there are there are some women's circles or medium circles that help support new beginners and this may be really beneficial to join a mediumship development circle or group and in these gatherings you are working with like-minded individuals and you are all working together to help develop yourselves and your medium abilities under the guidance of a mentor so with this seek a teacher seek guidance from an experienced medium or psychic They are able to provide you with valuable advice and feedback and support as you develop your abilities. These are the last two guiding wisdom that I wanna leave you with. Work with high frequency music. So this is a time to really dive into frequency music because it will empower your third eye It will help move energy in the household that isn't supposed to be there. So at a vibrational level of the music, now you are using music to continue to protect your area, your spot where you're working. So work with frequency music, high frequency music. And lastly, this should have been number one have a journal you gotta write these experiences down because this will be your testament this will be how you will pass down this information to the next lineage your generation your your niece your daughter etc write it down how it began your experiences the messages that you are receiving who the messages are for what is being asked of you and then what are you doing to protect to Ground yourself all of these things, and write them down in your journal. you got to keep track of your experiences because it's the only way that you will know if you are bettering what works for you and what doesn't Here's some TV shows and movies that actually had a little bit of truth in them, and it can help you give more of a sense of what does that look like what is a being a medium look like in like a normal everyday on Netflix. you can find the show Life after Death with Tyler Henry and he's a celebrity psychic that does a lot of famous people but in this show he actually went to regular everyday normal people and passed on messages from past loved ones you have shows like psychic detectives and these are real life mediums that help solve crimes and so a similar show to that's going to be sensing murder where these are going to be cold cases where the law enforcement are actually reaching out to mediums to help s- solve cases that have already been that went cold. You have psychic investigators. This show actually has mediums and psychics help crimes, so so kidnappings or etc. On Tubi, you can find the film "Dearly Departed." I thought it was very insightful. Take the message. You also have the two thousand movie "The Gift" with Keanu Reeves, Kate Blanchett they talked about a mediumship and helping solve a case as well you have the film premonition with sandra bullock where she receives the premonition that her husband is going to die that was another medium ability that it can happen as well and again it's hollywood but still gives you an idea and then you have the classic 1990 patrick swayze ghost i mean Whoopi goldberg i suggest you sit down and watch these movies It will help you just give you another perspective on mediums and, and not to stigmatize yourself. Please, you are normal. You exist. If you do have this ability, I want you to embrace it. It is a spiritual gift for a reason. Embrace it and don't fear it because if you fear it, it will only become more overwhelming and you will continue to disconnect from yourself versus just embracing it and actually learning how to work with it. My querida brujitas, we've come to the end of today's episode. Thank you for vibing with me on this magical journey throughout the month of October. Stay connected on our Instagram page, Te Con Brujita, for the upcoming release of November's schedule. So that's coming out. Happy Halloween, Brujitas! May you be safe, warm, and protected. May you have a beautiful morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you are listening in. Until next time, stay with you, Brujitas.